0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we welcome back top flight football with fans. Celtic take on Hibs three weeks on from the last ball kicked in the Premiership. So how many debuts will we see tonight? Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Robbie Nielsen have their say on whether John Souter will join Rangers this month. And a rule change means Scotland players are no longer on a World Cup playoff disciplinary tightrope. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans. Would you believe this is Blue Monday? That's what it's been called since scientists decided that the third Monday in January was the most miserable day of the year. But not in the Premiership. This is Green Monday. The green of Celtic, the green of Hibs and the green of 50,000 plus supporters at Celtic Park tonight. Welcome back to Premiership. Welcome back the fans, it's good to see you What a night of football this is going to be Ange versus Sean Alec, I've only three words to say Bring it on Yeah, I was going to rattle away all the championship uh, results But you've just been right into the Premiership So listen, I'm really looking forward to the, the show tonight The big winners at the weekend were obviously a brave Gordon But I'm really looking forward to the top flight getting back up and running Absolutely, aren't we all? 01419511025 Come on, share your feelings with us Hugh Keevans, it has only been three weeks It does feel like a lot longer Yes And before we get caught back up in the Because let's be honest about this In a few hours time we'll all be arguing and fighting and debating And there'll be controversy and all the usual Surely at three and a half minutes past six on this Monday The 17th of January Everyone can just be delighted that football is back with fans Yeah, uh, and what a start to it all at Celtic Park To be followed 24 hours later by Aberdeen Rangers Traditionally one of the great fixtures in Scottish football John Souter at the centre of so much controversy Will he play for Hearts against St Johnston at Tynecastle? All going on yeah, I'm looking forward to it. He mentioned some of the good fixtures. Obviously, Celtic get up and running tonight. You've got uh, Aberdeen up at, uh, sorry, Rangers up at Aberdeen. Some good games. Dundee United with Tony Watt uh, in the ranks. You've got Hearts uh, still trying to maintain that good form against St Johnson, who really need to get up and running, Gordon. And then you've got Livingston Dundee. Good mm. chance to pick up some points. And your boys are up at Rots County. This could not be a busier Monday because not only do we have the return of the top flight with fans, and it's a big game between mm. Celtic and Hibs, we also have to preview. The five other games As Alex Ray mentions yeah. tomorrow You've yep. got the John Souter situation Bubbling away in the background Three minutes ago Motherwell and Dundee United Confirming Tony Watt Has left Motherwell yep. For Dundee United This window And As we said Looking further forward No longer Are we on a disciplinary tightrope How good is that? Robertson, Gilmore, Adams Hendry, McGinn Nisbet, McTominay O'Donnell They were all at risk Of missing the yeah. Playoff final If they were booked That situation's been changed So there's a lot to get through here could Stevie Clark smile? We shall see. Uh, but it's handy for the manager. Uh, we've come too far to be punished by uh, disciplinary measures. 0141 Seriously, no shortage of talking points. You simply must have something on your mind. You must have something you want to share. The obvious place to start would be Celtic fans, Hibs fans. How are you feeling about tonight? In fact, are you going along? That's really what we need isn't it Come on oh. We thought we were staring at Empty stadiums or whatever So if you're going along That would be really good to hear from you How excited you are To get there And, and see football In front of Close to a full house At least 
Uh, and then once the game starts, what are you expecting? How many debuts, Celtic fans? Who do you think will play? Who do you think won't? How do you see the game going? And then any other of today's talking points, let's do it. 01419511025. Get your thoughts in, please. Let's go to Celtic Park right now. Oh, what about goal? Of, sorry, what about goal of the month? Oh my uh, goodness, you're right. We, we do have work to do on a Monday. Right, quick result of the weekend. Go. Arbroath. No, no doubt about okay. it. Claudio Ranieri. Eat your heart out Dick Campbell's the new Claudio I won't argue with you on that one I'm going for Morton Back to back wins For the first time this season Happy with that as well Goal of the weekend Nicky Lowe Arbroath A penalty Yes Because penalties are the poor relation Of goals in this programme You don't get awarded a goal You get awarded a penalty You still have to score it And Nicky Lowe Out for six months Back for his first game Only expected to last an hour He lasted the whole match And he had the bravery To put it away And beat Wraith Rovers And send our both Four points clear <laughs> Always has to think Outside the box Doesn't he? Does, he? Yeah. I'm going for Greg Wilde Just signed for Dumbarton Left footer from 30 yards Pile driver Good to see him back playing Howler of the weekend Was there anything? Nicky Walsh Giving the penalty uh, Against Partick Thistle's mm, Richard okay. Forster As Mrs Forster Might have said This is the hard life Oh, look at oh He's been working on that all day, hasn't he? <laughs> He's been digging out his Amy McDonald vinyl collection exactly. to see what the lyrics are. Just as well, it wasn't KT Tunstall, but earlier on, Gordon. <laughs> anyway, uh, he might have got them mixed up uh, in the yes. audience. Uh, Clyde were up at Peterhead, one up, got into injury time, Gordon, and he conceded. And then Two points dropped the and then down. the journey back okay. down the road. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Get your calls in ahead of tonight's game, ahead of tomorrow's games. John Souter, Tony Watt, Scotland's disciplinary tightrope. I'll have missed something as well, so there's only one way to correct me, and that's to pick up the phone. Let's go to Celtic Park and speak to Andrew McLean. Yeah, as you guys said, it'll be great to have full crowds back for this one tonight. It was only one Premiership fixture card that was affected by the 500 fan limit, but you know many feared that it could be extended past the winter break. But thankfully, we're back and we're set for a full house tonight. And what a game for it too! Plenty of interest from both sides to see who will start tonight. Celtic making three early additions in the January window. It looks as if Kyogo will miss this game tonight, so will Dyson Maida come in from the start? Could there be places for Rio Hitati and Yosuke Idaguchi as well? Hibs have made additions of their own too. Sean Malone of course coming back to the stadium where he spent many years as a player and he'll feel that his squad is a lot stronger than it was when the window opened he's got American Chris Muller who's finally arrived after agreeing to join in July there's a lot of hype around youngster Elias Melkerson he's joined from Celtic's Europa Conference League opponents Bodo Glimt Ewan Henderson joined as well he can't play tonight because he's on loan from Celtic and of course they've still got Martin Boyle as well after knocking back an offer from Saudi Arabia for him I'm looking forward to this one tonight I'll bring you the full team news when I get it Really looking forward to team news as well So many possibilities As Andrew suggests there So whilst they are still that Whilst there's still possibilities Why not pick up the phone And give us your thoughts On what we might see What you want to see And all your general pre-match considerations 01419511025 That's the number Jerry is on Jerry's a Celtic fan How much are you looking forward To the return of the top flight tonight Jerry? Hi Gordon Yeah very, very excited I think um, it's good to have fans back I think it proves Celtic right and other clubs not right for uh, voting to bring the winter break ahead early. So I'm very much looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to the Japanese boys starting. Um, this is an Ange Postecoglou team now, Gordon. Um, I think we're in a good place going ahead for the next half of the season. I know Hugh wrote an article a few months ago saying Ange absolutely not good enough. I just wonder if Hugh is kind of going to retract that statement now, given the fact that Ange has won the League Cup 
Did We're you? only six points behind. Well, if you yeah. quoted if you quoted from an article written in July, you should have done the decent thing and quoted from Sunday's article where I said that Ange had inherited a wreckage and turned it into a cup winning experience thus far because of positive thinking. So if you're going to have a go for one article, you should have a go and have the decency to go back over yesterday's article, which well, praised Ange Postacoglu to the hilt. Perhaps you, if you'd let me finish, I may have quoted that article. I may have mentioned the fact that you were blaming Celtic for there not being any away fans of the old fun games anymore, when it's clearly Rangers' fault. But let's put that to one side for the moment. Will you apologise to Ange Postacoglu? At the point at which the article was written, and for those who did not read it, it was written the day or published the day after Celtic lost at Tynecastle. They had gone out to Mitchelland, they had uh, lost to Hearts at Tynecastle, and at that point, it was not good enough. But a season lasts a long time. It lasts from July 31 until next May. So, as the season progresses, as the season progresses, I refer you again to yesterday's article praising Ange Postacoglu for turning a wreckage into a cup winning start to the season by the power of positive thinking on the part the of, of Ange Postacoglu. Do you know things that have to do with the fact that he's a great coach rather than some kind of Jedi mind trick too? And do you not think it was a bad idea to write that article after one game of the domestic season? Maybe you should have waited until December or January time before making a more informed opinion? Well, do you want me to just tell the paper, I, I can't speak to you just now, I'll phone you back in four months? I want you to give a more balanced argument when you're discussing someone who's only arrived in the country after a few weeks. He's up sticks from the other side of the world. He's come in with no backroom staff. He's given everything he's got. And yeah, there were some difficult results at the start of the season. But at least wait until December before you slub the man, no. you know, and then say absolutely no good enough. I think that's you. The columnists have to deal on a week-to-week basis with what's in front of them. As we do on this programme, we deal on a night-to-night basis with what's going on. So, as I say, you've quoted for, from something that was in the first Sunday in August, but you have omitted to mention what I wrote yesterday uh, now that we are in the month of January Jerry what are you expecting for tonight's game you know we know what I look back about four months now or whatever it is what are you looking forward to tonight I'm looking forward to a Celtic win Alex I'm looking forward to a good game of football two clubs uh, want to play attack minded football um, you know Sean Maloney is a great coach uh, I think he's going to have a great future in the game um, I wonder what Martin Boyle is going to do uh, I would have absolutely no problem with Martin Boyle becoming a Celtic player if uh, Ange wanted to bid for him but I, I am hoping and expecting a good Celtic win tonight. The Japanese players, very exciting. And uh, yeah, um, I'm just hoping for a, a good game of football. How many debuts do, do you think we'll see, Jerry? I mean, it certainly sounds like Kyogo will be injured. We'll find out the confirmation soon from Andrew. Does that automatically mean Maeda comes in and plays? Will he be the only one from the start? How do you see it shaping up? It, it's difficult to tell, Gordon. I mean, um, Ange may decide to kind of go with the tried and trusted um, that he has at his disposal. There are people like uh, Giamakis, McCarthy, who, um, you know, they're probably two of the ones, two of the signings that haven't really uh, justified the position in the squad yet. Um, I think it's going to be an important six months for those two guys to justify their position in the squad. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to football being back and I'm hoping that Celtic get a good start. I am confident now the way that this is an Ange Boston Coldplay team that this is us set up for the second half of the season. I'm very confident that Celtic 
will go on and win the league. It's not going to be easy. I'm not saying we're going to win it by 20 points. I'm simply saying that I believe that squad Ange has now gathered together with the ability and his coaching ability, we are on the right path and we will win the league. I'm sure Alex would politely disagree. No, listen, he's, uh, I think one of the things prior to this window, Gordon, was his numbers. They, they didn't have the strength and depth of clearly added... Uh, some quality in the Japanese players but we've also got to see what, how what they actually bring to the table so uh, I'm really looking forward to this second part of the season you know the one thing about Rangers is that, that well, we've still got a couple of weeks to go before the window uh, whether they're going to bring anyone in uh, whether some mini, one or two players may go out we don't quite know yet uh, and whether Celtic's business is actually done after Ange Postecoglou saying that there was no more in the pipeline so there's still a bit of uh, work to do but the, the next couple of weeks Gordon could be a few twists and t- turns as well due to the fact the, the quality I think Celtic's got Hibs Hearts Rangers And Rangers will get Aberdeen uh, Up at Pataudry as well next, next couple of days Never mind Next couple of weeks I mean uh, Yeah that's right sure you are. Know, you, Celtic, Celtic yeah. could win tonight Rangers lose tomorrow At which point Jerry's back on the phone To say You said Rangers would not lose a game Between now and the end of the season And you did And you'll be quite yeah. right To get pulled up for yeah, it Yeah yeah And I will answer If it happens However as Jerry has pointed out You have to wait to see What the story brings the, the interesting thing, I guess, about the signing so far, Hugh, before we even get to finding out if they're any good for Celtic or not, the simple fact that they are here uh-huh. and they give that option. A few weeks ago, if Celtic go into a game against Hibs, an important game against Hibs with no Kyogo, yeah. it's panic stations amongst the Celtic fans. And it shows you, I guess, the faith they've got in Ange Postacoglu's recruitment that they, without having seen a great deal of them, believe, good, well, Maeda's here he can get in and do that job and if Kyogo is fit and they can both contribute even better but there was a time when if, if there's no Kyogo involved Celtic fans tend to panic a little bit I think uh, Ange will have to make uh, Furuhashi's position crystal clear because I, I read this morning that he's uh, a doubt for the old firm game if it goes ahead on the 2nd of February uh, Japan will not be bringing him into their international squad because he's not fit apparently uh, so we'll need to find out after tonight's game Because it, it looks extremely unlikely that uh, Furuhashi will play uh, But now is the chance to find out Because as you rightly say Before this window opened If Furuhashi didn't play The Celtic fans didn't feel confident about a win And I kept repeating There is no Furuhashi facsimile at Celtic Park There is no player who brings what he brings to the team Well in Daisen Maeda there may be So it could be interesting tonight If he comes in straight away In place of an injured Furuhashi Is that the whole point yeah. of this window, Jerry? To, I'm not saying you add numbers for numbers sake But that, that that's what they are to begin with And then you find out truly uh, What they can contribute to the team Was it just important that Celtic acted quickly And, and got those options in? Well, you're, you're never going to know, Gordon um, If a player's going to be a 100% success Um it, but I think absolutely it's great to see, uh, you know, the chief executive, Michael Nixon, um, sometimes actually speak louder than words. Whatever you want to say about uh, what happened with Billy Bukai, uh, Michael Nixon's come in and delivered the players um, when we needed them. And, and that's all you can really ask for. It's better to have them in rather than wait until the, the last day of the season when you're scrambling about, which we did sometimes under the Peter Lawwell era. So, yeah, look, I, I can never, you can never say what's for sure is going to happen, but I just hope 
maybe she will reflect on what he wrote back in July and maybe he'll apologise for Ange Postacoglu. But we're still waiting on that apology about you. You'll never remember after you, so I wouldn't hold my breath. Good, night. Good, good to see we're dealing with the, the, the real recent <laughs> 23 years ago oh, 23 years ago and, I mean, a, and, and what's worse the accuracy is not there either because you have admitted many times yeah you got of course that I've gone on Celtic TV to, to say the same thing Lubo even sent me a bottle of Lubo's gin on my birthday we have no problem whatsoever we can't come on please I know it's good fun but 23 I, years oh I was, in, I, I, I was in primary too, right? Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, like, I, I more than anyone like picking up on the times that you get it wrong. But yeah. I do have a slight um, expiration date on them sometimes, <laughs> especially when there's time so much bump. else happening tonight. Absolutely. Um, if we get a bit desperate and it's quiet in a few weeks' time, maybe we'll dig it out. Uh, Alex, what about Jerry's point though about the the, the sort of tried and tested nature, if you like? Yes. You know, everyone's assuming Maeda. I don't know. Jackie Marcus is fit, and everyone's looking at. Um, yeah. You know, does that mean Mikey Johnson all of a sudden doesn't play? Can James McCarthy play? Does Nir Beaton keep his place? Do we get a, a snapshot of Ange Postacoglu's yeah. thinking? He, he strikes me, and then this is where I could be wrong, as someone who would have absolutely no trouble putting all three new players in because he's had them yeah. for a couple of weeks anyway and he, and he knows them well. Will we find out a bit about his thinking? Possibly gone. Tonight? It really depends on how well the, the, the guys have settled. I think Maeda's does a stick on uh, most certainly start tonight. We, we said at the weekend, and I think it was me and Daz were saying that Beaton... Uh, would probably play there with uh, McGregor going one forward but again it really depends on the balance of the team how these guys are settling in and how quickly Postacoglu wants to try and get them up and running so you know I think it's, it's geared up to be a brilliant game you look at Hibs who have obviously got a couple of players struggling you know McGinn and Porte suspended yeah. you've got Henderson who can't quite make it uh, you've got Harry Clark who's just there so I'd be interesting to see what uh, Hibs throw into the mix and what Boyle brings to the table because I know one thing if I'm sitting in his shoes and I'm still uh, fizzing over a Potential 20 grand a week deal Sitting in uh, Saudi Arabia Yeah we obviously played them In the cup final Good side um, You know uh, Starting to sort of Find their straps New manager uh, Who's You know Coming with plenty of energy And, and you know uh, um, I think has given them A bit of a lift After a disappointing period uh, um, And Should be a good challenge But yeah you know, I guess for us The most important thing is we, we get going again And start playing football and Football in front of fans So We're at home again We haven't been at home For a little while um, Celtic Park So Just looking forward To getting the season Going again And um, Yeah it should be I think it'll be A good quality game I think when both teams Are coming off for break They'll be nice and fresh So Expect the pace of the game To be to be pretty high and, and hopefully it's a entertaining encounter Right come on then It's only been three weeks But it feels a lot longer So Celtic fans How are you feeling About the game tonight Are you heading along I really want to speak To people as well Who are heading along To the game And getting that feeling Of getting the, the Big jacket on And heading out To some football Under the light So if you're heading along To Celtic Park tonight Maybe you're even coming through From the east Pick up the phone And let us know What you're thinking How many of the New Winter recruits Will we see How do you see the game Panning out And of course Rangers fans uh, We're going to get Some interesting thoughts On the John Souter topic Very soon as well So pick up the phone Right now 01419511025 Listen to this though Hugh Keevans And Alex Ray See if you think The football tonight Is exciting It's going to make it Even more exciting for you Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Right, we're starting a brand new competition today on Clyde One Super Scoreboard where you could win a huge cash prize at the end of the season. Now, it's Super Scoreboard's golden goals and it is so simple. Even you, with no disrespect, can follow this, Hugh Keevans. <laughs> Every time Celtic or Rangers score, 
We add at least £250 to the pot So I'm talking league, cup, Europe When either of the old firm get a goal We throw in more cash And we're even going to start the cash pot We're going to throw £1,000 in to begin And then every single old firm goal Between now and the end of the season Adds to that pot For example Tonight when Celtic face Hibs Any goal scored by Celtic Adds £250 to the total Now think about it They've got a lot of league games to go They'll probably go deep in the Scottish Cup They've both got European action We could be looking at an unbelievable cash prize To be totaled up at the end of the season And then one lucky Celtic fan Wins the lot Uh, One lucky fan I should say Wins the lot Going to get myself in trouble for that It's the Celtic game tonight Uh, One lucky fan wins the lot In fact you could be an Arbroath fan uh, An Irvin Meadow fan But one fan will win the lot So grab your phone and enter now For your chance to win every single penny Of this huge tax free prize It's text GOAL to 61025 That's GOAL to 61025 £2 to text plus your standard message rate Over 18s only full terms and online entry for this competition are at Clyde1.com And the entries close at 6pm Saturday the 21st of May That's Scottish Cup final day So it's every goal from now until then So for your chance to win Text GOAL to 61025 And good luck from us You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Cavens and Alex Ray are here as we welcome back Top Flight Football with fans Celtic against Hibs then five other huge fixtures tomorrow so it's all happening 01419511025 we've not solved the John Souter question yet does he join Rangers now or later Tony Watt does join Dundee United now today clubs have agreed a transfer fee for him Good news for Scotland's players who are on a disciplinary tightrope so there is a lot going on today please pick up the phone and share your thoughts Team news from Celtic Park Can't be far away uh, Let's speak to Ed Who is a Celtic fan How's it going Ed? How you doing guys? Good evening right, Ed, honestly I, you, you know I can't go any further Without asking Because it says Ed Glasgow But it does say Slash American fan Give us the backstory. Okay I'm from New York City uh, Born and raised I came over here because I met my wife a number of years ago on Facebook. About six years ago, she introduced me to Celtic football because she was a fan. And I've loved every second of it since. For me, it's the simple winning attitude about the team. Took the tour back in 2016. You know, so I got imbued. I love the game. It's a beautiful game no matter who wins in some respects. I can sit back and watch the game and say, all right, but I am a diehard Celtic fan. And in New York City, there are a number of us. So it's like, you know, around the world. This is a universal fan base. It's it's a wonderful feeling. There we are, Hugh. I always knew that our weird and wonderful footballing ways were quite addictive and yep. draw you in. And Ed is a living example of it. I've met Celtic fans in New York I've met Celtic fans in Florida Where they have a a big Celtic club there So it's uh, good to welcome you to our country, Ed And uh, to your choice of football team Are you going along to the game tonight, Ed? Yes, we are in the uh, the parking lot Waiting to go in Okay, Uh, you know, usually I get here a little bit early To pick up some things uh, Pick up a program And just walk in nicely You know, um Again, you know, it's it again. It's a great experience. Every game, we got season tickets. Happy camper. 
It sounds like it. it when you were growing up in Denison, did yes. you call it parking lot? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I used to watch the cars down on the London Road. I bet you did. Twenty pence, and I used to get the odd wee tip here and there. But it's good to see Ed uh, following his missus team. It's always advisable. Is that right, Ed? Is it was that? Is that what it was? Happy marriage. That the wife made the decision, and you, you, you did the right thing. Yes, it is a very happy marriage. She's <laughs> laughing. She's laughing right here. Next to me. You know. Um, you know. I mean, in all seriousness, I. You know, one thing I do wish. I do wish there were a number of strong teams towards the top. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, okay, we're in second place, six six points back. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, there are teams that need a strong push here in the second half. Um, yeah, the transfer window was marvelous for Celtic. Uh, you know, I'm glad we had the cash, so we did right by us. Again, I... I, if Maida makes it into the lineup tonight, into onto the pitch, we should be okay. You know, I, I don't know what the condition of Kyogo is, and he's had three weeks off to, to rehabilitate. If it's more serious than this, yes, I worry a little bit. Well, we will see, and I, I think you're right, most Celtic fans would uh, worry because whether there are reinforcements or not, they love Kyogo and they know what he did. Uh, in the first half of the season Well Ed it was lovely to hear from you And the lovely wife Hope you enjoy the game tonight Right Thank you very much guys And my wife's name is Claire Thank you very much guys Have a good day Ed and Claire Enjoy the game Honestly I, 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 I knew that Scottish football would suck you, in. you How see, could it not By the dawn's early light He hopes to be reflecting On a Celtic win do you know what an interesting thing I've is? I've got no he, idea what that reference was. That's the American national anthem. Oh, see, have you ah, seen? Right, okay. By well, the dawn's early yeah, light. Oh, it's just gone. I could have got a verse yes. off of him. But do you know what an interesting thing about it is? People sitting in a parking lot, they're going away to the game and they're all looking for the team news, Gordon. And they're looking for Ed, I think. I think, I think Ed will be a celebrity fan uh, heading into the game tonight. So hopefully, Ed and. His lovely wife enjoy it. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Have we got team yes, news? Yes, we have. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Scott in Canvas Lang, just you hang fire for a second, uh, and we'll get your thoughts. You can be the first one to react to it. Andrew McLean, have you got that team yet? I do indeed, and there is two debuts for Celtic tonight. Rio Hatate and Dyson Maida are both in from the start here at Celtic Park tonight. So it'll be Joe Hart starting in goal for them. It's a back four of Josip Juranovic, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carol Starfelt and Greg Taylor. It looks as if it'll be a midfield three of Callum McGregor, Rio Hatate and Tom Rogic with Leila Bada and James Forrest either side of Dyson Maida. The substitutes for Celtic tonight, Bain, Scales, Giacomakis, Jota, McCarthy, Johnson, Ediguchi, Ralston and Welsh. So of course Jota back on the bench is a big one for Celtic as well. As for Hebs, well they've got one debutant themselves, Rocky Bashiri comes straight in from the start. It'll be Matt Macy in goal for them. Looks as if it could well be a back four of Chris Cadden, Rocky Bashiri, Paul Hanlon and Josh Doig. In the midfield, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Josh Campbell and Joe Newell with Trey Wright and Martin Boyle either side of Kevin Nisbet. The substitutes for Hibs tonight, Dabrowski, Stevenson, Doidge, Muller, Murphy, Allen, Holberg, Scott and Bradley. Well, how interesting is that? A couple of debuts. Um, in fact, let's get the reaction on the phone lines first. You two know your place. We'll get yes. yours in a second. Scott, in Canvas Lang, two debuts, Hitati and Maeda. Scott, how do you feel about that news? Um, wow. Um, good to see you. Know, that's what they bought for, isn't it? You know, they've, they've come here Reportedly saying, you know, they're they're doing good in training and getting on with everybody. So, you know, that's there's no point in spending that kind of money and and no playing them, you know. So let's let's see what they can do. Um, yeah, very strong lineup, I think. Yeah, I think the 
the, the timing, Hugh, made it yeah. such. They've been in a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks of sort of solid training, which you yep. really get at Celtic or Rangers when they've got so many games during the season. It's not like they arrived on Saturday, so no. struggling to see of any real reason why they wouldn't. And if you expect me to get through tomorrow night's show without. Reminding DL that I suggested Beaton wouldn't play And he said yeah. he was a stick on Then you're absolutely dreaming But we'll, we'll deal with that tomorrow um, Here's the, here's the, the immediate <laughs> test Of the Furuhashi factor Because as I said Earlier in the season The Celtic fans believed No Furuhashi Represented a doubt About whether Celtic would win the match or not So straight away Dyson Mieda comes in Think back to the last Celtic Hibs game That cup final at Hamden Furuhashi that day Showed that he was a one-man game-changer No Furuhashi There would be no cup that day, I believe But he was magnificent And scored two exceptional goals Now he can't play Now we get the immediate test Of no Furuhashi And Daisen Mieda Has to step up to the plate Fascinating Yeah, because Alex There was a lot of talk about Maeda And that he Generally comes off the left But but of course can, can play through the middle uh, So a lot of the the hope perhaps Or the expectation was that at some point You might see him and Kyogo uh, But tonight yeah. he is Kyogo if you like that That's that role It's pretty clear Abada sure. and Forrest wide And he he leads the line Yeah it's, it's a familiar uh, looking uh, back line Gordon You know it's uh, pretty set in stone now Juranovic, Carter, Vickers, Starfelt and Taylor The, the two full backs will bomb forward You've got McGregor pulling the strings and it's all, it's interesting because we often hear about he can play uh, as the dictating the, the the play the pace of the game and so forth and he can also step forward he brings so much to the table Hatati we, we, we weren't quite sure exactly about position until Big Ange says he's going to be box to box try and get uh, forward in support with Rogic you've got the two wingers uh, it's good to see James Forrest back as well Gordon because I've, I've been championing him for a long time he's had a really tough time with injuries and I'm really excited to see what Maeda can bring to the table because we've obviously seen some footage of him looks along the lines of Kyogo the movement sharpness yeah looks yeah. busting behind as well so they're looking to try and get the service to him tonight. if you look at Celtic at home this season so far Alec yep. played nine won seven of them drawn two lost none of them scored 22 goals conceded only two they have a Formidable form at home The fans will be on the edge of their seats Because of Hatate and uh, Maeda playing uh, So it's very optimistic looking for Celtic Now they have to turn optimism into realism I mean, I guess Scott, the absence of Kyogo means it's not all good news It can't be a good thing if you're a Celtic fan and you see him injured uh, But Jota is back on the bench That must be encouraging well, yeah, I would, I would rather them be out and have a chance on for the if it does happen, the Rangers game coming up. You know, I would rather them being out just there to try and get them up to near a hundred percent as possible. Um, but a couple of couple of wee points, if, if that's alright, if I'd like to make, you know, um, you know, we're, we're talking about the new signings and everything else, you know, which is great, which is fantastic, you know. But I think, you know, we've got a player there ready to come back who will technically be like a, a new signing is like Julian, you know. Um, you know, with him coming back near enough, nearly later, you know, um, I think, you know, that will kind of booster is as well. You know, Carlton Vickers hopefully signing a full contract and Jota signing a full contract. You know, I think uh, with Ange coming out saying no more, that's it, no more signings, I think maybe he's maybe concentrating and getting the two in a permanent deal um, and, and see where we're going for there, you know. But, um, 
you're right, you know, Kyogo out, everybody panics, you know, um, but um, we just need to wait and see, you know, it's, it's, it was the same if you can remember Henry Larson breaking his leg and we all panicked then, you know, um, I'm not saying he's in that same category, but I'm just, for instance, you know, but we just need to wait and see, new signings come in, see how they go. John Barnes told me, and he was Celtic manager at the time, when uh, Henrik Larsson broke his leg in the European tie, he said, I knew I was sunk. That night, no Henrik, I was sunk. And how true that turned out to be. But now, Ange Postacoglu has expanded his choices. And as I say, it may be unfair on Maeda, first game, in front of 50-odd thousand. But mm. tonight, everyone is looking to see if he can help... Yeah. Cure the Furuhashi factor That's a fair point Because It's a nice problem to have You want your players To come in and do well Alex yeah. don't, don't get me wrong But Kyogo Arrives an unknown And With that Comes No real Expectation Maeda on the other hand Because of Kyogo's success <laughs> if the, the expectation levels Will be through the roof And I don't even necessarily only mean Celtic fans We are the same I think of everyone's course. Everyone's seemed really excited To see what this guy can do And we know it's a fairly Unforgiving footballing environment Where you don't get much time Yeah. Sure. So uh, he'll be looking to hit the ground running I'm well, sure Yeah absolutely He'll be looking to try and get up and running Gordon And uh, you know When you come to a, a new club You're looking to try and get the goals Sooner or rather later You don't want to get a couple of games Before you even get Because Kyogo will be back sooner uh, than you think uh, You've got Jota coming back into the, the equation as well And the polar opposite would be Yakimatis Who hasn't quite You know Hit the, the heights That we would have liked Due to injuries And not quite been uh, Sharp enough at the beginning So uh, Maeda will most certainly Be looking to try and get Amongst the goals tonight And I, I'm looking at the Hibs line up as well Gordon It's a very familiar team They've obviously got yep. a couple of players out They've got a new signing uh, Rocky What a great name for a footballer as well So He's going to have his work cut out Trying to cope With Maeda 01419511025 It's a good time to call Lots happening Around that Celtic game tonight Two debuts uh, From the Japanese signing So Celtic fans Hibs fans What do you make of those teams But that's not all That's on the agenda tonight John Souter's situation We'll hear from The managers involved there And big games tomorrow as well So get your calls in 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here one hour until the Scottish top flight returns in front of fans. We've given you some very interesting team news from Celtic Hibs. Two of Celtic's new Japanese recruits play. Maeda leading the line, Hatati in midfield. Pick up the phone, let us know what you make of that. Rangers fans, Hearts fans, the John Souter saga, where are we? On that, big games tomorrow as well. So get your calls in on the usual number or you can tweet us at Clyde S. SB. Uh, let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and Robbie Nielsen uh, on John Souter. The Rangers manager says he's a perfect fit for his club and he also says they still have a transfer budget left for this window and could still do business. Well, first, I'm happy that, um, that John is uh, joining us. I think he's a very, uh, very good defender, Scottish uh, international player. I think it's very important for us. We also keep our Scottish identity. I think he's, uh, he, he fits perfect uh, in, in that role. Uh, so I'm happy that he will join us uh, for the next season. And uh, yeah, we'll have to wait what, uh, what will happen uh, this window still. But 
as far as I know, uh, we welcome John uh, in the summer. I think there is uh, still a uh, you know um, a transfer uh, budget we have for this window, so we're looking in you know might uh, uh, adding some uh, a player to the squad to uh, for for the balance as well. If it's uh, gonna happen, I don't know, but. Uh, we just have to wait uh, how it will develop in the coming weeks. Okay, so that's one side of the negotiation. What about Hearts, though? Here's what Robbie Nielsen had to say. The most important thing is the football club and Hearts and the team going forward. The objective is to try and get European football, so we have to utilise the squad and play our best players. And John's one of our best players, so he will be available for selection until things change. We offered John a contract. Um, he decided to, to turn it down and... The way the Bosman rules works nowadays, you know, players can go and speak to people. So we, we knew he was speaking to clubs and he's decided to, to go somewhere else. Obviously, we're very, very disappointed that he's decided to do that. But at the end of the day, the club is always is and always will be bigger than any one player. So the most important thing is that we focus as a club and as a team and we make sure we, we get the team ready for the game tomorrow night and we win the game and then we move forward. People will come, people will go. But the most important thing is coming and supporting and getting three points for the club and helping us get there and understand frustrations of fans. You know, we are there is a disappointment there, but at the end of the day, it's about winning tomorrow night. It's about taking this club forward and trying to get European football, which will take us to the next level again. Well, it'll be dictated to by events, I think. Imagine, for example, if Rangers lost at Petaudry tomorrow. Three weeks of a break, going there without Joe Aribo, etc., etc. If they lost... It might change Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's mind Because he sounded in the, the, the clip that you played Gordon Like a man who fully anticipates that John Suter will arrive in the summer and not before Did, and, did he though? I, I just yeah. wonder if I, I think based on what we heard you're right I mean if you take it at face value He yeah. said you know I accept you know, as things stand or whatever We, we welcome in, in the summer I wonder though if that's because that's just the official line at the moment. You know, he's a Hearts player, and yeah. for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, it's a it's a an easy position to take. Play the official yeah. line, and 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 then hope that it, but, it works out behind the scenes. But that's why I say it, the whole situation will be driven by events. If Rangers lose tomorrow night at Petaudry and Celtic win tonight against Hibs, and the gap is only three points, and they have still to meet at Celtic Park on the second of February, then. It may alter the dynamic And Rangers might think Right, get him in now For me, he was just doing the, the party line there You know, there's no point in saying I want the player in now He just rails hearts up as well I, You've got sympathy for uh, managers who lose players You know, you look at Robbie Nielsen there And he says, it's a difficult position You've got a player who in five months Has already declared his hand He's going to be playing somewhere else The fans are already on their back Graham Alexander, the same situation with Tony Watt and you're just trying to negotiate the best circumstances for your football club and if they get someone in, they get some money for him I would still expect him to be at uh, Rangers uh, this window That's where you would lean You would lean towards him being yeah, a Rangers Yeah, I just player. think that the situation becomes a bit tricky Gordon because he's already come public uh, Rangers are out, Hearts are already out saying they already know mm. The Hearts fans are up in arms because they feel as if you know because of his injuries they stood by him and so forth The boy's just doing what every other player does uh, is trying to look after his future and obviously he's his wages will be uh, getting up uh, accordingly. Uh, having listened to those managers whilst you've been hanging on the line, Craig, what do you think of this situation? Um, well, I've got to be honest with you, I think me personally, I, I, I would want John Shooter in just now. Uh, personally, that's what I'd want. I think I'm looking at the squad thinking, to me, Connor Goldson, 
seems like he's checked out. I think, he, you know, he's not signing a, a new contract. He's going to let his one expire and he'll go. So if we, if we can just front up however much money, it's going to be a lot of money, whatever it takes, get, you know, suited in just now, we can get embedded into the squad over the next four or five months properly. And then by the start of the next, the next season, he's, you know, fully established. Um, there's also the fact that we know he's had injury problems. So I have a real concern that what if during this period of time between now and the summer, he gets injured playing for Hearts and then we almost never see the benefit of him until next year because when he gets injured, it's never a small injury. He's usually out for quite a while. But I think in terms of what the managers were saying, you know, I've got to be honest with you, I felt Robbie Nielsen's tone was a bit unfair um, because he seemed to be, when he's talking about, you know, the club being bigger than any one player and stuff, it almost seems to me like he's getting a bit of sour grapes with John Sutter that he's felt that Sutter has slighted him in the club by deciding to turn down their contract and sign others. But at the end of the day, he's entitled to do that. And I don't think he'd have done that thinking he was bigger than Hearts as a club. I think comments like that, to me anyway, maybe I'm being too much in it, but it feels like he's been a bit harsh on a player who's just doing... He probably never thought he'd get this opportunity, did he? John Sutter, let's be honest here. You know, a year ago, this conversation would have been the furthest thing from anybody's minds. So I think he's earned the right to broaden his horizons a bit. I just hope we get him in before before the summer. I think you're I think you're unfair on Robbie Nielsen. Uh, I think that's entirely the wrong interpretation of what he said and how he said it. He has lost, arguably, the best player at the club. Uh, and There's no offence to Craig Gordon or yeah, 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 someone but, else. But but Craig being 39, you know that there's more time left in John Suter than there is in Craig Gordon. He's lost arguably the best player at the club, and he's lost the player to a direct rival. Therefore, of course, he's disappointed. But the interpretation that that I take from what he was saying is that for as long as John Suter is there, he has belief in Suter's ability to handle it all and to do his best to leave Hearts with his head held high and the club in a European place. Will he play against St Johnson tomorrow? I think 100%. Alex? Yeah, I, yeah, I think he'll play him, Gordon. I don't think he'll cut his no- nose off to spite his face. I think Craig makes an interesting point. I think if you go back over uh, the January windows, uh, you know, you go back to last year, Scott Wright came in early as well, and I think that's the way they try and do it. They try and get the players in. It allows them to bed uh, in and then hit the, the ground running in the following years. But... I think Suter would have a big part to play this season as well. I just think the boys' real quality, and if he can get him in the door, then it just adds uh, more to the mm. Rangers squad. Craig, what did you make of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's comment about the signing allows Rangers to keep their Scottish identity? Yeah, I a funny one coming from a Dutch manager, but I like it. Um, no, listen, I think it's important to have you know a, a decent quota of you know Scottish talent in there. I think it's you know it's great when you bring people in further. Other places, of course, it is, and if they're of good quality, I don't care where they're from. But you do need to have that. I think probably because we lost Nathan Patterson, who's you know a, a solid young Scottish player who will be a player absolutely for the need to watch out for in, in future years, especially in the Premier League, in my opinion. But I think uh, bringing Suter in, you know, it keeps a bit of that there. Um, although. As I say, ultimately for me, I just think if you're a good enough player, it doesn't matter where you're from. But yeah, I and yeah, I think that that probably sums it up. You, I'm not saying it mattered. I just thought it was an interesting thing to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't hear it too often, so it tells you that 
it's at least in his mind or, or it's in someone's mind But then as Craig says They, lo- they, they, they lost one If you like They sold Nathan Patterson you, You'll need to forgive my cynicism But At Celtic and Rangers Scottish identity Long since ceased to matter uh, You know the, the, the well, That's my point it, it matters enough for him to mention it Well Cause, it, cause he, I don't really usually hear it mentioned He's, he's paying lip service to the idea Because uh it's clear that the majority of Rangers first team squad are not Scottish and Scottish identity is less important to the fans of Celtic and Rangers than Celtic and Rangers winning things. They don't care where the players come from. Uh, if there are 11 Scots, fine, but that will never happen again. Uh, so Scottish identity is a distant second to whoever wins will do for us I remember having a conversation with McLeish in the March prior to, I was just about to sign my pre-contract and he, he actually emphasised it was important that to have uh, someone who knew what the club was. That was the reason, one of the reasons why he was signing us because he was going to have a lot of foreigners within and it was important to have that kind of mm. pass on that knowledge. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit time The fans are back So I, I see you all The ones that are good at performing In front of no fans Well the pressure's back on tonight The fans are in 01419511025 If you want to take on Hugh Keevans Or <coughs> bottom of the table Alex Ray You, now, that, you? you just constantly mention that You're putting pressure on me Before be we fair, kick off I usually mention at the same time That you were top of the table last season yeah. So it's, it's, it's all fair, fair. Uh, You need to get your call in Before 7 o'clock 01419511025 And your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here It's 01419511025 Get your thoughts in ahead of either The big game tonight The big game's tomorrow The John Souter situation Tony Watts confirmed move to Dundee United The improved disciplinary picture For Scotland's players ahead of the World Cup playoff Whatever you've got Now is a good time to share it 01419511025 We will do this first though Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Come on then, first beat the pundit of a new week. Hugh Evans and Alex Ray primed and ready. One of them will take on Dylan, who is a Celtic fan. Are you going to the game tonight, Dylan? How you doing, Gordon? Yeah, uh, first time call. I'm just uh, driving to the game just now. Excited to be back amongst the fans? Aye, ah, uh, glad to get back It's been a while The last game I went It was the cup final So it's been a few weeks so I've it, eh? And that's the thing though A few weeks Hugh feels like oh, a few months In Scottish yeah. football terms Maybe Someone even said to me today Oh come on It's only been three weeks But <laughs> the game the, point. the game took a big gamble Nine Ten clubs I beg your pardon Only Rangers and Ross County Did not want the break To be brought forward The game took a gamble Brought the break forward In the hope that fans Would be there When the break ended the gamble paid off It's a cause for celebration And you'll definitely Get to see two Of the new signings Dylan Does that excite you? Uh, but, uh, looking forward to seeing them Obviously it's a shame uh, Kyo goes out yeah. But uh, hopefully If they're half as good as he is We'll be in for a good Second half of the season so. Right let's see what Be the pundit's got in store for you then Heads you'll take on Hugh And tails you will take on Alex Ray If I can stop dropping the coin his heads is Hugh Keevans up against Dylan Who is somewhere on his way to Celtic Park So we're going to give Hugh 
Uh, something else to listen to Just so that we can distract him for a moment or two Dylan I know you've not called before But I'm sure you know the drill 30 seconds Fire through as many questions as you can And if you don't know Pass quickly And we'll move on Okay Right, no worries. right let's go 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts Now Which English Premiership side Did Celtic sell Christopher Iyer to? Uh, Brentford Which Rangers manager Signed Dado Perso And Thomas Buffel? Thomas' uh, name Paul Gwen. Which SPFL side Play their home games At Balmour Stadium? Oh, pass Name either club That scored three goals In the Boxing Day games Before the winter break In the top flight Celtic Which round of the Scottish Cup Starts this week? The fourth round Which Scottish side Did John McGinn Start his professional career with? Exit Murray Okay Good effort that Let's bring back Hugh Keevans And see how he can compare Right Hugh Keevans Can you hear me now? Would you believe that On Clyde 2 They were playing Just another Manic Monday It's very appropriate Let's see how manic This performance is On Beat the Pundit Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 30 seconds Starts now Which English Premiership side Did Celtic sell Christopher Iyer to? Uh, Brentford Which Rangers manager Signed Dado Purcell And Thomas Buffel? Alec McLeish Which SPFL side Play their home games At Balmour Stadium? Uh, that's Peter Head Name either club That scored three goals In the Boxing Day games In the top flight Before the winter break uh, Celtic Which round of the Scottish Cup Starts this week? Uh, the fourth Which Scottish side Did John McGinn Start his professional career with? Uh, St Mirren And which Celtic player Signed I think I started it Which Celtic player Signed a new contract Till 2024 today? Scott Bain Okay Dylan what's the verdict? Uh, sorry Uh I think he was beating me two or three. I think I think Alex McLeish was right for the before one. I think I just matched the best season. Yeah, I think you did all right as well. But you're, I mean, you're spot on to say that he at least sounded confident. Does that uh, translate into mm. a good performance? Brentford, you both knew that Christopher Iyer, so it's one all. Hugh was right, and Dylan even knows it. That's the worst feeling. That Alex McLeish signed Purcell and Buffel, so Hugh goes two one up. Balmour is Peterhead, so Hugh goes three one up. But Dylan wasn't done. This is the thing. Dylan was decent. Dylan knew that Celtic had scored three goals on Boxing Day, as did Hibbs. Dylan also knew that it was the fourth round of the Cup. Dylan also knew that it was St Mirren that John McGinn started his career with. So at this point, Dylan's got four, which is fine. But Hugh Keevans has got six. And you then went on to tell me that Scott Bain has signed a new contract till 2024. I do not think we have ever, ever, ever had a magnificent seven out of seven for you, Hugh Keevans. He's left his studio. Where has he gone? Sure. Oh, no, he's, no, he's doing the usual oh, doing the celebration uh, yes, He was just running away from his yes. mic 7 out of 7 Hugh Keevans I know I mean DL got 7 last week It's a comeback for the idiots Incre- Absolutely well incredible played, Dylan you. you won't mind losing to that will you? No I've done well Well played you uh, Maybe next time Ex- yeah, Dylan, I, man, I, Dylan I saw enough in you I saw enough potential for you to give it a go another time I, No no worries thanks. Good man enjoy the game tonight That was Dylan 7 out of 7 very impressive Things you never Very thought you impressive. would hear Will we try and see if we can get the 10? Go on then Oh see that Go for it Okay Which current Rangers player retired from international duty this week? Uh, Scott Arfield Oh <laughs> Who's got more Scotland caps? Johnny Russell Or Barry Robson? Johnny Russell Ah you're out Barry oh. Robson's getting three more 17 to 14 There you go 01419511025 Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter um, What did you make of that Scott Bain New contract Very Because we had a few calls Earlier in the window Saying that's still something they, From Celtic fans They would still like to see um, If I was, a, a backup goalkeeper added 
If I were Scott Bain I would take it as a tremendous vote of confidence From Ange Postacoglu If I were Barkas I would say When do I get out of here? I mean Celtic will have to do something about Barkas He's clearly not wanted uh, And must be on a very tidy wage at Celtic Anyone who signed for £5 million is on a tidy wage So Celtic have a fortnight to try and find somebody I suspect he'll have to go back to his native Greece See if there's a, a, a team there that will take a chance on him Because he's got absolutely no future at Celtic And Scott Bain's contract extension is proof positive of that. I don't know how representative it is, right? But Social media gives you an interesting snapshot sometimes When Celtic tweeted this Congratulations yes. on to Scott Bain New contract extension It's got 425 replies, okay? Mm-hmm. And by and large I hope Scott Bain doesn't read them Yeah, I right? understand because yeah, but that's just a Twitter that That's honestly... Um, I think it is okay Gordon I, mean, I I'm think it's decent enough Bit early for an April Fool lads Some way to kill the buzz Celtic I hope he's not listening to this vi- either vi- uh, Well he'll be busy tonight <laughs> Videos of Roy Keane saying you're kidding me on uh, Pictures of Ange Postacoglu pulling a confused face Would they rather have Barkas in the team? And perhaps the best of the lot Would be the sk- How to describe this in a family show Remember the sketch from Chewing the Fat When the teenage boy Is sitting on the couch and he is experiencing a sort of moment, a coming of age moment for a teenage boy, at which his parents come in and his dad starts shouting at him and saying, "Why have you done this to us?" <laughs> and he's got the pillow on his lap, right? You see where I'm going yeah, with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's the sort of responses that are being sent into this. Is it because, and I'll try and make it a bit fairer? Do do you see Scott Bain realistically pushing at any stage to be the number one? No. And in an ideal world, whilst most clubs have got a clear number one and a number two, is it is it too much to ask that you at least feel there's a bit of competition there? Well, of course, I I, I agree with you. But then a lot entirely, of clubs don't have that, do they? But at the same time, it must be a vote of confidence from Ange Postecoglou and those who are on social media. If I or Alex had said what they are saying about Scott Bain. They'd be on giving us dogs abuse So they, they, they It's they have, not yours, that's they, the point They have selective uh, interpretation of events As well, I say, I, I think he's a And I'm, I, I'm trying to be respectful here when I say He's a journeyman goalkeeper Who went to Celtic and had a purple patch uh, at one point But as you rightly say If an experienced England international goes out You might Think there would be a higher level of replacement. He's obviously seen enough in him to extend his contract, Gordon. He works with him on a daily basis. You know, you've got a uh, big Woodsy, the goalkeeping coach there, works with him on a daily basis. They've extended his contract, and, and, and as Hugh says, it's a vote of confidence for the guy. Uh, uh, on Barkas, he's finished at Celtic. You've got Bolingoli, potentially a Yeti going out. So I think they'll probably have to trim. Uh, some of this away as well To try and balance the books Okay uh, 01419511025 David's a Celtic fan From Port Glasgow What's jumping out at you From that Celtic team tonight David? How you doing guys? You alright? Good thank you You well? Ah, I'm great Good. thanks uh, No I'm just really excited About uh, the two new signings um, Starting tonight Obviously uh, To be honest I do follow the Japanese league Quite a bit um, Really really excited About Rio Hitachi I know the Celtic fans In general Are more excited about Maeda but for me, honestly, the, the SPL's in for a treat with the boy Rio Hitati. He's, he's really, really some player. 
Um, I know he came through the ranks at a university system that Japan's got, um, and what they've got is a designated player program. So all the best players through the kind of universities and schools, they're signed from the Japanese uh, J League, and this guy's a player, lad. Honestly, he is an absolute baller. Must admit, I'm interested about that one as well, David. Just pure, and I, I, I won't pretend to have the same knowledge as you, but. It just felt like hearing Ange Postacoglu Because it was easy for us to get sucked in By all this talk about him being really versatile And he can play left back and, and all that stuff But Ange Postacoglu came out very clearly Said he's a midfielder um, Tell us more about him and, and how you think he'll fit in Because Tom Rogic and David Turnbull have been very good But, but you, in, a, in a strange way David You could argue that they are Being asked to do roles that before this season, you wouldn't have expected it. You know, they're not eights as as they would say nowadays, are they? Tom Rogic or David Turnbull? Does this seem like more of a an Ange midfielder for that for that role? For me, he is very versatile. He can play uh, left back. He can play on either wings. He's he's, he's both footed, to be honest. But for me, I think his be- best position is kind of in a number ten role. Um, he's really really good at creating wee pockets, picking passes. He's also got a good score, goal scoring rate. I think, I think he scored something like ten goals in sixty appearances. So one in six for the midfield, quite decent. Um, but he can pick a pass, and as I say, he's both footed, really good on the ball, very comfortable. Alex, you love watching yeah, midfielders. Yeah. It's your favourite pastime. Yeah. Um, intrigued by what David was saying? Yeah, and obviously it's been reinforced by the manager as well. He's going to be that guy who tries to break, uh, picks up these pockets. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he actually brings to the table, Gordon. And I think this is a vote of confidence for him as well because. It would quite easily have went with Beaton because he knows what McGregor can do going one forward. But, you know, just as you say, Gordon, with the noises that the manager's actually making, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And then you've obviously got uh, David on the line who's actually kind of championing that as well. He picks up decent pockets. So I just think the, the, the five ahead of McGregor is always exciting for Celtic because you've got Rogic from one side, potentially Turnbull, you've got Hatati, and then you've got a, a culmination of players. You know, Kyle goes out. And then you've also got uh, Jota to come back, you've got Jamesy Forrest, you've got Abada, so you've got real firepower in that forward area. It's good for both that they've had this uh, fortnight to train at Lennox Town with the players. It's good for both that Celtic Park, to use the Callum McGregor expression, will be rocking tonight with over 50,000 people in and they will get a hero's welcome before they've even kicked a ball. So they've, they've been given a, a favourable platform on which to build And uh, now As I say Optimism Has to turn to Reality And what about Maeda David what have you made of him Maeda's a great sign as well Electric pace He's worked great for the team um, Everywhere he's kind of played In Japan he's, he's scored goals I think it was Mito Hollyhock He played for He scored I think he averaged About one in three I think it was 13 goals 36 games Albeit he went in loan To Maritimo um, He only scored Three goals When he was out there But I think a lot of that today was was basically the way they set up they set up to not concede as opposed to playing nice attractive attacking football. Um, everywhere it, it plays attacking football, he scored goals. I mean, last year he was a top scorer on the J League and the best eleven. Um, Japan under 23s played attacking football. Um, he scored nine goals in 16, so uh, he's, he's a goal scorer and he's lightning. We're going to need to uh, David, David to send us an invoice For this call <laughs> Yeah passing on all yeah. sorts of knowledge I'm enjoying it I, don't, I actually quite like the fact That he's actually rattling off All these uh, stats um, And uh, what they bring uh, to the table Tempted to say Kanuchiwa You of course You have a strong affiliation With Japan You're, you're Shinjuku on, Shog. Your online existence Yeah 
is Shinjuku Shug yeah. due to your interesting experience over there at the World Cup. So, yeah. Right. Good, good, good day. So you spent a few weeks over there, and that's that's what you that's all like, you got. Kanuchiwa Rio, Kanuchiwa. Honestly, right, David. Seriously, hit us with some more knowledge of anything to stop him uh, <laughs> doing that. Uh, I wonder about Rio Hotati, David, coming. Um, from the champions of Japan I don't think anything really compares you for, for Glasgow and that sort of level of expectation and, and so on but, but can it help being part of a team that, that's, that's won things and has been at you know the right end of the table yeah he's played at, uh, he's played in uh, Olympics as well um, he played and actually scored in the final I'm sure against Brazil I think it was um, so the boy's played in big games he's, he's played for Kawasaki for two seasons now as I say, he was part of a designated player programme, so he's used to pressure. Not probably like a goldfish boat at Glasgow, but he's played in the Olympic Olympics. He's played against Brazil, scored against them, so he is a really, really quality player. David, you've given them a good talk up. Let's see if they deliver tonight. Thank you very much. Give us a call back sometime, will you? Yeah, definitely will do, guys. Good man. That was David in Port Glasgow, 0141951. 1025 uh, If the Celtic fans Weren't already excited About those yes. signings They will be now After listening to David's endorsement I have to say By the way Port Glasgow He's done his homework And uh, he gave the right Lowdown on, on these players And um, they just have to Deliver now Gordon uh, It's interesting I think he was right I think they lost to Brazil But Hatati did score Let's bring in Frank Who's a Rangers fan What's on your mind Tonight Frank How are we doing Tonight lads Good thank you Good to you well I'm fine thanks Good Good. Uh, A couple of points First one is Robbie Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Do you think Robbie's trying it on? Maybe. Because quite simply, if he bought a player on a Bosman, he would he wouldn't be coming out and saying we want money. He would take the player and walk. So I think if Robbie and Hart really wanted to keep him, they would have paid the money. For his wages Yeah but there becomes a point Frank doesn't there Is it's alright saying keep them And then asking Hearts to pay the same wage as Rangers That's that's just impossible Well that's the reality of football isn't it And Robbie should understand that And he shouldn't be saying It goes nowhere Surely if Ra- The only way Rangers will sell Is if Goldson goes this window they'll, they'll, Rangers will buy him then but I mean he is a Hearts player until the summer Contractually So why why would you not do what Robbie Nielsen's doing? Because quite literally I wouldn't like to see the reception the Hearts supporters give him That's fair That that might be an issue Hugh We'll, we'll find out tomorrow it's already Does that been, rumble on? Yeah of course it, It'll get dogs abuse uh, That's what supporters are like But Frank expects Because he's You know It's Rangers that's involved He expects uh, Everyone just to Lie down and let Rangers walk over them that's not how it works. Robbie Nielsen has an obligation to protect Hearts as best he can, whether that's getting in half a million pounds plus add-ons for John Souter or keeping John Souter until the end of the season. That's Robbie Nielsen's business. It's not, uh, you know, if Rangers want him, make Hearts an offer in Godfather fashion that they can't refuse. Well, listen, if uh, Conor Golson signed a pre-contract with someone uh, today... Uh, Rangers would want a fee for him as well So it's a nature You're trying to get as much out of that asset As possible for the uh, the benefit of your club Gordon I mean Frank is right on that last point You ha- you can have to analyse the situation I We had Liam who was the This is my story podcaster uh-huh. on yeah. last week Saying he'll, he'll get battered from the Hearts fans But 
you know, if Hearts continue winning and he plays all right and things aren't going, it'll, it'll peter out. It's not going to be every game. So I, I don't know how realistic it is. Hypothetically speaking, can you have a situation where he's booed every time he touches the ball tomorrow? And again next week And again next week And again next week Is, is that I counter, think It's counterproductive for you, if, you, yeah, if, you if you're constantly battling a player That you want to try and get the three mm. points I understand people's emotion Because they're going to a rival I get all that But as you say Gordon If they continue to win uh, I think there'll be a little bit less From the fans uh, Yeah these things blow themselves out yep. You'll have to expect it big time tomorrow because it's still fresh in their minds However their next league game is against Celtic There will be no booing of any Hearts player When Hearts play Celtic They will be 100% behind every Hearts player You can go in peaks and troughs though can't it Because if he doesn't have a good game against yes. Celtic yeah. or, or you know, when a derby rolls around And if they're looking for someone to blame He'll get it Well for sure. you know the, the, the situation is that Rangers have the ball in their court If they want them now And incidentally it's entirely Rangers' prerogative. If they think, no, we're not paying any money. We can get them for nothing in May. That's entirely Rangers' prerogative. But at the same time, it is Robbie Nielsen's obligation to drive the best bargain he can get for Hearts. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a working example of just how it can be figured out because Tony Watt signed a pre-contract with Dundee United and today, this evening, it's been confirmed Dundee United have stumped up, paid the money that Motherwell wanted Motherwell have accepted it And he is a Dundee United player now He goes on and Represents them Tomorrow perhaps I, 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 would, I can't see any reason why not So any Motherwell fans Or Dundee United fans out there Are you glad that's been done? 01419511025 Get your thoughts in right now Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here It's 01419511025 And you can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB We are building up to kick off Fans are heading along uh, To Celtic Park I guess more of them Than normal Hugh Will be Should be Getting their vaccine passports checked as well So it'll be I mean it's not as interesting as the football But it's important to consider how that um, Goes down Because that's going to be the norm For yeah. crowds of this size 50% should yeah. be I, I think people have to accept this as a necessary evil It's one of the things that has to be done In order to have capacity crowds inside our ground I fully understand that it can be an inconvenience That's an additional cost for football clubs But it's part of the price that has to be paid For giving us back fans Giving us back the proper game When the chief executive of the SPFL Neil Doncaster can come on television yesterday and say, look, we all know football with no fans in is just not a game at all. Then, you know, th that is the honest to goodness truth of the matter. So it's a minor inconvenience. Just make sure you've got your accreditation with you. 01419511025. I did say Motherwell fans, Dundee United fans, it would be nice to hear from you because that Tony Watt deal is done. It looks like a fee of round about £100,000. Um, and it means that move can happen now And all the drama about should he play and won't he play yeah. And will he be booed and won't he be booed That all gets put to bed And uh, both teams move on Dundee United get their man Will Motherwell replace him? Well you can tell us on the phones right now uh, On that usual number We do have a full time teaser for the guys So let me start by thanking Martin Burns Martin sent an email over To fulltime at clyde1.com That's fulltime at clyde1.com And he wants to know which six players played for Walter Smith at Rangers And at Everton 
This is a great question Which six players played for Walter Smith at Rangers and Everton? Durant. Stephen Naismith Stephen Naismith, no Durant Now Durant isn't on that list But oh, I think he, sh- I think he perhaps should be I'm going to give you another one Alec Cleland Alec Cleland, yes Okay, I'll do a stewards inquiry on Big Durant It was a short loan spell, wasn't it, Durant? Yes, um, I think it was. I think there was a couple of appearances Anyway, uh, Duncan Ferguson, yes So we'll leave it there You've got four to get I'm sure we'll get them before the end of the show Right, we'll talk Tony Watt in a second Let's bring in Joe first though Who's from Motherwell Incidentally, but he's on his way uh, Well, I say on his way You'll be at the game by now, Joe I've just parked up, mate Just off London Road there That's we just arrived Traffic right. was a nightmare the other day As usual Alex Ray and I were moaning about Football traffic during the break Funnily enough um, What are you hoping for then When you get in Excited to see the new signings? Definitely mate I'm looking forward to seeing The, the, the two new boys that have started So I'm um, And obviously What stands out tonight as well The bench It's still to go It's a lot of good strength and depth In the, the bench A lot of competition Boys we can bring off And, ch- and change the game Which we've not really had for a while yeah, that's a fair point, Alex, because for so long we, we used that as the barometer. Celtic had it a few years ago. Then in the last couple, we always used to point to Rangers bench and say that you know, that's all international players. Well, and is yeah. it starting to get there? So yeah. Jota, for instance. Yeah, Kamatis is on there and as well, yeah. If you're talking about the sta- you know, guys that are real standout players this season, Jota and Anthony Ralston are both on the bench. As you mentioned, Jackie Makis is back fit. Mikey Johnson's there. Stephen Welsh is there, turning down bids for him during... The window Idaguchi who's another signing yeah. Liam Scales And then that's when you add There's no Kyogo tonight There's no near Beaton There's no David Turnbull There's no Christopher Julian We're finally starting to see A bit of strength yeah. That fans like Joe were wanting Yeah without doubt I've actually had a, a good look At Celtic squad Gordon It's very strong now And as I said They probably want to trim one or two as well A Yeti, Bolingoli and uh, Barkas But in the main I think when you're looking also we've uh, changed the subs as well Gordon Which allows you five uh, to, to, to make uh, during a game yeah. And for me when you actually uh, I think Rangers and Celtic benefit the best out of all this Because of the quality they can bring on You mentioned some of the players there Giacomatis, Jota, Idiguchi Ralston's had an incredible season So you could change that any time if the game's not going your way And uh, you're, it's pretty much like for like Well you, you look at um, McCarthy uh, who has yet to make an impact at Celtic and five subs it's got to be a chance for him as well to kick start his Celtic career he's on a four year contract and he has made a low profile beginning to his Celtic career so I think with James McCarthy the the, the real hard yard start now he has to get in that team um, because he must see the competition queuing up in front of him at the moment So he has to get himself To the head of the queue Yeah I mean Joe Lots of talk about Maeda Because he's Comes with a reputation Of being extremely quick And extremely lively um, No Kyogo tonight Is that How concerning is that I mean I know you've got Maeda now Who presumably Is back up How do you feel about this, The striking situation I'm sure there's a lot of pressure On him tonight um, Obviously there's a lot of Celtic fans expecting him to be Scoring a goal tonight Obviously in place of Kyogo um, as I say, we've got plenty of goal scorers all over the park anyway, and Abada, Forrest, um, obviously Big Roger creating and scoring as well. So I can see, I can see he's got a, a victory tonight anyway, hundred percent. Going to be a fascinating game. There's so much Hugh. If you, Wait, Sean Maloney's back there. Yeah, you know, made, yeah. It, made his name at Celtic and has a very interesting story in terms of his start, his coaching career, and he's been busy in the transfer window. 
beaten Aberdeen and Dundee United in his first two games as Hibs manager. Again, if you do it by the data, Celtic are a shoe in because, as I say, they've they've played nine, won seven, drawn two, lost none at Celtic Park, scored twenty two, and only lost two. Hibs on the road, on the other hand, played ten, won three, drawn three, lost four, scored twelve, lost twelve. That's the uh, definition of bang average on the road. But the Maloney influence is starting to creep in. Let's hear from him then, Alex. Yep. I know how they, how they play. Uh, they play in a certain way, very, very different to what they have done in previous years. So I'm just really looking forward to see how our team, my team, plays under the the biggest pressure. So you obviously have the, the, the support stadium, but also the pressure that Celtic put on. Um, really, really high up the pitch. So I'm really looking forward to see where our players are in that process. Now, I know it's early. It's the third game. Um, but I just really look forward to watch our players now play in that sort of um, environment and under the, the biggest pressure. I think uh, if we can play under that pressure that I really believe we can, then then it's a really good sign moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you go back to the, the cup final, I thought Hibbs acquitted herself very well. He's obviously trying to implement his own style. Hughes just mentioned the two very good wins uh, against uh, Dundee United. And Aberdeen So it's a perfect start for him And uh, he'll be wanting to continue it But he's absolutely right He's going into a totally different environment tonight It's a hostile place Celtic will have plenty of the ball And it's how they cope Because the one thing you can guarantee about Celtic is They play a really high press Gordon And, and you have to be brave on the ball Yep, going to be an interesting one at Celtic Park 01419511025 on the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter Now all the talk about pre-contracts this window It started with Tony Watt John Souter came in and, and took a lot of the headlines But Dundee United are announcing today They have completed the signing of Tony Watt from Motherwell He had, as I said, already signed the pre-contract to move in the summer But they have negotiated an early move Looks like a fee of round about £100,000 For the top scorer in the Premiership And it's the next chapter for Tony Watt Man uh, who's had a, a good number of clubs in his career in Dundee United the latest one Let's bring in Craig Who is a Dundee United fan How happy are you That that business Has been done now Craig uh, No I mean I'm over the moon um, You know To be fair I've been saying To, to my, my dad And stuff That the, the struggle That we've been doing This season Is scoring goals And you know If you bring in The top goal scorer Then your, your odds Are boosted You know You know Like what Tony Watt, you know, like he can create anything from from anything. He knows where the back of the net is. Like there's already been talks about, you know, maybe the Scotland call up. So I would probably say it's a great bit of business. Huge. You know what? That Craig's put it really well on a, a very simple level. Dun clubs like Dundee United, who are a big club, but you know, they're not our big two that are used to sort of poaching and or coming in and, and taking a lot of the talent for Dundee United or anyone to be able to go mid-season and sign the top scorer in the league that, that's great that, yeah. that, that has to be the type of news that impresses Dundee United fans well they're fortunate he was going out of contract uh, Motherwell will say thank you very much to £100,000 they'll be able to put that to good use now Tony Watt has to really again step up to the mark because Dundee United are in the bottom six their form has gone off a cliff after a promising start by Tam Courts and they don't score goals. 16 goals the whole season long in the league. So there's a big job for Tony Watt to do there and I think he will play tomorrow night 
Because why on earth wouldn't you play the league's top goal scorer who is now your property? So I think he'll play against St Mirren tomorrow night for sure. That seemed like good business, Craig. Yeah. I think it is a fee of round about £100,000. Are you happy with that to get it done now? Yeah, oh, I mean, 100%. Um, I, I mean, the only person I can really remember... Um, like there was a, a great uh, striker for us was Shifty and uh, and Shankland. You know, like I'm, I'm quite young, so I've not really experienced the, any United being successful by the, the Scottish Cup win. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just going back on the point of like on this, the big two, like poaching players, like prime example, we played Celtic in a cup final or semi uh, semi final, but we played them as soon after we sold Armstrong and Mackay Stevens. So a business like this, you know, especially from um, like a, like a small club point of view, I mean, it's it's great. Like like you said, a hundred thousand pounds for the league top goal scorer. I mean, you you take that, and I mean, we we just sold Kerr Smith to Aston Villa for a bit of money. So I mean, using that bit of money for Tony Watt, I mean, it's a no brainer in my opinion. It's a, it's a great piece of business, Gordon. They they'll be looking for him to replicate what he's already done at Motherwell this season. He's been in great form. And I said, I was, I was just saying to you earlier on, he he tends to play off the left hand side. You know, Van Veen plays through the middle. Uh, I've been interested to see if he goes right yeah. up as a number nine because I prefer him to come in off that side. You've seen the amount of times he's against Dundee United. Yeah, yeah, he just scored a wonderful goal there, and uh, you have to commend Tony Ashkar because as he said earlier now, young cares going to Aston Villa. They've reinvested the money, and he needed to because of the second. Uh, bottom uh, goal scorers in the division Does it also become a good bit of business for Motherwell then If the fee's £100,000 And oh. you never know Maybe that includes some sort of add-on, sell-on Whatever it may be um, Does that then become a good bit of business Because it is a guy that you get for free You get a good tune out of him yeah. And yeah of course you would either rather yeah. In an ideal world keep him or sell him for big money But once you find yourself in this You make a hundred grand on him He's, He scored goals that's fired you to fourth this year And, and helped you in the previous campaign only if Tony Watt's goals become a problem uh, in that he goes away and the goals dry up for Mother. Then, yeah. then you think, oh, maybe they should have held on to him for the remainder of the season if they could. But again, I don't know. I can, even if you were to slip a couple of places, is, is that your hundred grand? Though that's the point I'm trying to make. If it's so drastic that you then drop out the top six, then yeah, you've got a, yeah more of a problem on your uh, hand. Yeah, so it's a question that cannot be answered from both sides of the coin because we don't know if Tony Watt can replicate his Motherwell form as a Dundee mm-hmm. United player, and we don't know if Motherwell will suffer from the loss of Tony Watt's goals because he's gone to Dundee United. The Playing of football matches will tell us. Yeah, listen, I'm really looking forward to Tony. He's we've had him on the show a few times. Yeah. He's a real character, and uh, we've often said about you know being that journeyman. He's had so many clubs and things, and we've thought he'd actually found a home at Motherwell. But I've always said if you can make more money at another club, it's an opportunity to to go up to Dundee United, showcase what you can do, uh, and you know get up and running again. Um, Craig, straight in tomorrow, do you think starts the game? Oh, I mean, I mean, I say yeah, a hundred percent. You know. Back off of you know good goal scoring form. I mean, like I mentioned before, we don't really we've had trouble with um, strikers. Like we've got Mark McNulty, but he's been injured for the rest of the se- uh, like for the first part of the season. Sorry, um, you know struggling. Like Nicky Clark, like good good player, but like can sometimes struggle. But I mean, it's a no brainer for me, and especially against like no disrespect to like St Mirren, but it's not like. Rangers are a Celtic that we're facing so that could potentially be like a bit of a boost of confidence as well to continue his good form 
I hope Jim Goodwin didn't hear that <laughs> Sorry? I hope Jim Goodwin didn't hear that It's <laughs> oh, only he, St Mirren He's used to you upsetting him anyway uh, Craig, thank you It was nice to hear from you It's going to be a brilliant night tomorrow So many talking points there as well mm. uh, Here's an update for you Celtic fans Ange Postacoglu has spoken before tonight's game And he says Kyogo Will miss the next couple of weeks at least Maybe longer But still getting advice In terms of definite time frames We just need to wait for more info Hopefully during the week we'll, we'll learn more If the game goes ahead against Rangers He won't play in it That's for sure I thought Well was, there's still a chance there still, you, what, you never know how quickly people will recover That is Gordon. two weeks isn't it But I actually thought it was a wee bit of a risk uh, The Johnson, Johnson game But I get it on the back yeah. of Yeah you know like Obviously hindsight's another they played him in the cup final and it paid off But it looks as if this may well have been a, I think a bridge too far He's drip feeding the fans here Don't don't tell them right now he won't play in the Rangers game But break it to them gently that he's out for the next two weeks yeah, at, he, at he, can't, he can't though because you said they're still getting advice So he's hopefully not going to get the rest of that advice until during the week Well at which point did he say two weeks? When you read that uh, out Say that again does he mention two weeks in this in what he said? A couple of weeks. Right. Well, I think you're you're preparing the fans, but they may have a new hero waiting to cross the white line. Well, let's go back to Celtic Park and get a final uh, visit there and build up to Ward's kickoff with Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, the fans back in their big number tonight, and it should hopefully be a really good game here too. A chance for these home supporters. To see two new signings from the start as well, Dyson Maida and Rio Hitati coming straight in. So what first impressions will they leave in front of a packed crowd? I'll give you that Celtic team. It's Joe Hart starting in goal. The back four, Josip Juranovic, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Tom Rogic and Rio Hitati. And it's James Forrest and Leila Bada either side of Dyson Maida. And I'm sure many Celtic supporters would be smiling when they saw Jota's name listed amongst the substitutes too after his injury layoff. Yoski Ediguchi on the bench too, so he could make his first appearance. As for Hibs, well, they've signed a few, but just one debut for them tonight. They've had some injury and suspension issues at the back. So Belgian youth international Rocky Bushiri slots in there. It's going to be Matt Macy in goal for them. It'll actually be a back three tonight, Paul Hanlon, Rocky Bashiri and Josh Doig, the three centre-backs Chris Cadden and Dre Wright the wing-backs for them, the midfield three, Joe Newell Jake Doyle-Hayes and Josh Campbell Martin Boyle partnering Kevin Nisbet up top and of course a return to Celtic Park for Sean Maloney as well and a 100% record in his first two Hibs games in charge he'll be looking to see if he can upset his former club tonight, plenty of intrigue, plenty of excitement, hopefully that will translate onto the pitch Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Just about to kick off between Celtic and Hibs, the return of the Scottish top flight and the return of full houses as well. It's good to see and it'll be even better when we've got every single team involved. Once we get to the end of tomorrow night, we'll have seen them all in the top flight in front of fans uh, and it promises to be quite an occasion now before we get up and running let me tell you about this if you think the return of football is exciting talk to me about this Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals we're starting a brand new competition on Clyde One Super Scoreboard where you could win a huge cash prize at the end of the season now it's Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals and it is so simple every time Celtic or Rangers score we're going to add £250 at least to the cash pot Now 
That could be league It could be cup It could be European action Whenever the old firm get a goal We will throw in more And more cash And we're even going to start The cash pot at a thousand pounds So we're already up and running And every old firm goal Adds to that pot So for example Tonight Celtic face Hibs Any goal scored by Celtic Adds £250 to the total So we're already at £1,000 And it'll go up We're going to keep totalling up the amount Every game until the end of the season And then one lucky fan wins the entire thing The entire cash prize So get your phone right now You're not going to want to forget about this So enter right now for your chance to win every penny Of this huge tax-free prize Text GOAL to 61025 That's GOAL to 61025 It's £2 plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com Now the lines close 6pm Saturday the 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day You never know, they might meet each other It might might finish 8 each you Keevans And we'll have added all sorts (laughs) to the pot So for your chance to be a winner At the end of the season text Goal to 61025 Right now Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Golden goals. Loving the sound of that, Alex Ray. Well, oh. brilliant. Eighty-five goals or eighty-six goals it was for league only. So this, exactly. this is going to be substantial. Do the arithmetic. Yeah, here. I'm it's going to be a it. lot of money. Can I enter? No. Oh, that's the that's the problem. Kill us, kill us. Hey, top up the pension. Ah, uh, that's the last thing you need. Right, we're up and running. A minute gone. Celtic nil, Hibs nil, and I'll keep you up to speed on anything that happens before we go this evening. How are you two faring with this teaser? Martin Burns asked you which six players played for Walter Smith at Rangers and Everton. You've got Alec Cleland and Duncan Ferguson. We, Weir. we shouldn't even have questioned Martin Burns. It's not Ian Durant. David right. Weir. David Weir. Yeah. So take one more from you, Alex. Gaza. Yes, okay, two to get, we'll get them before uh, the end of the show So yeah, Ingram was a couple of years out, I think um, A minute and a half gone, have we learned anything? I'll tell you what, you, uh, you, can, you can feel the atmosphere coming off the telly uh, The crowd is sensational uh, People have waited for this moment And the fans are loving it And the you know Celtic at the moment just trying to assert themselves in the game Hibs looking to play quite high up, Alex, and give yeah. it a go. Yeah, absolutely. You have to say, though, Celtic are uh, stroking the ball about really nicely at the moment. I've seen the Hatati take a lovely touch in the middle of the park and just pop one off. So, still early doors, but Celtic look very much in the front foot. Is that James Forrest? Come in off the left, yep. Yeah, Forrest off the left. A bad yep. off the right, yep. Um, it's a good move, this from Celtic, actually. A really good move, and it's been cleared away. <sighs> it was last ditch, I think it was yeah. Newell. Managed to stop the ball from game, but again, Juranovic typi- overlapping, cut the ball back. Typical Gordon, they what the, the opening down the right hand side, it's cut back, uh, and Newell has tracked a runner and manages to uh, avert it away from Oh, but now Hibs have gone up the other end and missed an absolute sitter. It's Kevin Nisbet, and he's hit the post from point blank range. He was at the back post, he's hit the front post, he was. It looked much easier to score Hibs really should be in front here It's Martin Boyle doing a lot of running It's come all the way across And Kevin oh, Nisbet somehow he, almost, does he, he stabs it with the outside of his right foot Alex perhaps should have opened his body up Gordon that, that is goes down as a stone waller uh, It was great play by Martin Boyle He's driving at uh, Starfelt Goes down the oh, outside What a game this is Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The Scottish Sun I'm even pressing wrong buttons and everything I'm so excited at the return of football How's this for an introduction? Dyson Maeda 1 Hibs oh. nil. It's a pass from Tom Rogic Three and a bit minutes on the oh. clock And it's Celtic 1 Hibs nil. After Hibs have missed an absolute sitter Well I said to you The Furuhashi factor was the 
one of the most important things tonight. Celtic have to find someone who can take the place of Furuhashi when he is injured or otherwise unavailable. And uh, Maeda, I said it was unfair that all the pressure would be on his shoulders in his first game at Celtic Park, but he has responded to pressure. <laughs> it's a pass from Tom Rogic. Let's let's do the positive first, Alex, because yeah, it's always yes. it's important. You can't get more positive than coming into much fanfare yeah. and scoring on your debut after three and a half minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good play. Tom Rogic finds that little pocket on the half turn, plays a ball into the centre of the goal, and Maeda has got the freedom of Parkhead, and he just strokes it past uh, Macy in the Hibs goal. Hugh, as far as story goes, I mean, oh, yeah. how good is that for him, for the Celtic fans, for Ange Postacoglu? Yep, and he is loving his moment and milking it for all it's worth, which is, of course, exactly the right thing to do because what a start to your... Debut uh, And he stuck it away beautifully um, And now mm. It's up to Celtic to Make sure To bear in mind That Hibs should have scored Definitely should have scored Before Celtic did Now Celtic know That they've got themselves in front In a game That looks to be A mini classic However Alex Ray oh, Don't Don't <laughs> If you are going oh, If you are going to pass out From the back Like Hibs yes. like to do And that's That's admirable and that obviously means that your centre-backs are going to split and go wide, you're going to have to keep the ball. You have to keep the ball. Because yeah. Tom Rogic has been able to just stroke a really simple pass to Maeda, who's on his own, six yards out, yeah. and strokes the ball into the bottom corner. Gordon, I'm not sure whether it was Nisbet who actually gave away the ball, about 30 yards for goal, and they were so exposed. Uh, it might even have been I think it was Josh Campbell. Um, so it was Campbell, anyway, was it? We'll but anyway, he gives, he gives away, but what, you're absolutely right. The two centre-halves must have about 25, 30 yards apart. And by the time they do uh, to try and recover, they are miles apart, and he'll not get an easier finish this time at Celtic. Some start to the game, Hugh Hibbs shoot, well, well, Hibbs setter, but he'd barely recovered, and then Celtic go up and score. Talk about perpetual motion. The, the the game just has not stopped. I mean, we're six minutes into the game; it has not stopped. Hibbs should have been one in front, blew the chance. Celtic are one in front, didn't blow the chance, and the two of them. It's got a game going like a metronome oh, I'll tell you what Alex If this is a sign of things to come With the return of the top flight in front of fans yep. It'll take it all day long Yeah I'm just watching uh, Hatati on the half turn there He leaves the midfielder for death And he tries to probe a pass through uh, Something they've clearly worked on Gordon It was just a last ditch Otherwise the Celtic uh, wing I was through uh, Right before we go anywhere Just a, a quick one This on another night Might have been a bigger story But we're a bit distracted uh, good news for the playoffs, Hugh, coming up because yeah. the bookings that were picked up in the qualifying rounds now don't count towards your, your disciplinary total. If you remember, Scotland had eight players who were one booking away from missing the playoff final if we get there. So when we play Ukraine, Robertson, Gilmore, Adams, McGinn, McTominay, a whole host of them, Hendry, O'Donnell, Nisbet, all would have missed the, the, the final if they'd been booked. Yeah. Scotland actually... I'm asked to can, can we have a look at this Because you know Teams play different amounts Of games in the groups And so on And was it a bit unfair And Football Has A habit of not doing The right thing and Not just for, from our bias This is just common sense Isn't it Yeah they reset the dial And that's fair Because When you get to The, the latter stages like this you, You're entitled to think That your best players Will be with you And to, to have them Out Uh on the basis of one previous booking Is overly harsh Yeah I totally agree Gordon And uh, you, you were right about mentioning uh, Some teams playing more games than that as well So that as, as Hugh says It's a reset And it's good It's good news for us We want our top players To represent us 
Because we, we escaped it in the Denmark game Didn't we? We had that tightrope yeah. Somehow no one got booked And how Scottish would it have been To make a, a playoff final And have no Robertson, McGinn yeah. or Gilmore or something It would have been ridiculous So well, the game, is, game has to accentuate the positive And that's what they've done We get our best players As do Wales uh, Who were in a similar predicament uh, So they've done the right mm. thing Like I said Alex We always try We always think you know, start with with the positive of any goal. So we we, we praised Maeda. We then criticised Hibbs' part in it. But I wonder if to come back to the positive, it's worth acknowledging that Celtic want to force that mistake. That's the point. That's why they do that. Absolutely. That's why they yeah. press high. And against another team, you get away with that. But the Celtic press so aggressively. Yeah, absolutely. Back. And if if you're uh, slacking possession as as Hibbs were there, Gordon, and I think people will be watching this and say if we can pick their pockets early doors, they're, they're so expansive. Uh, it leaves them wide open You can see the work of two terrific coaches uh, In play here You know, Ange Postacoglu and Sean Maloney uh, Dedicated to playing football the right way And it's been A fantastic first 10 minutes And Alex, look, we, we need to go soon So I make no apologies yes. for going in on a judgement After 8.5 minutes Sorry, it, might, it might be wrong, but based on the 8.5 minutes does it look like Hatati might be quite an interesting addition? Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of little bits. You know, very comfortable on the ball. He's looking to get on the half turn. He's looking to drive past people. But again, it's only eight minutes, Gordon. You know, but uh, the early signs are encouraging. And then obviously, Maeda gets that goal. Uh, a perfect start for him. It's such a good game, honestly. Just from a from a neutral yeah. perspective, end to end, that Kevin Nisbet chance. What, what a sore one that is. It was... Right, it's the miss of the season It is the miss of the season If we were doing Howler again Shug I think yeah. that would be up as a front runner Yeah uh, on it, Just good to football back in tomorrow Honestly What about these games Aberdeen Rangers Hearts St Johnson Dundee United St Mirren Livy Dundee Obviously the big ones in, in Dingwall as, as we all know um, I don't know if Gordon Dale's going to head up to that one um, I, I would find it unlikely um, I'll be in Dingwall before he is Yeah I think so Right anyway let's round off this teaser Which six players played for Walter Smith at Rangers And at Everton Alec Cleland, Duncan Ferguson, Paul Gascoigne, Davy Weir Jelovic uh, No Oh, Chris Woods Nope Franny Jeffers No Oh uh, Oh yes I can I can add a claret and amber clue to this one as well He played for Motherwell uh, And Chelsea Motherwell Pat Nevin? Nope. Oh, I can, uh, I can see the thinking. Pat Nevin? Oh, I can see <laughs> the yeah, thinking from play for the both clubs. Not Rangers, though. Uh, <sighs> struggling. Spent his kind of management coaching career over in the States. John Spencer? John Spencer. Oh, and I, I mean, seriously, if we're talking Walter Smith players here that you've not mentioned, what's going on? Um, um, big Goffy, yes. There we go. Richard Goff. Like you just saved that one casually. Yeah. Uh, oh you've written it down Absolute dafty Right uh, Still Celtic 1 Hibs 0 uh, It's just been a great start Overall It's good to have football back It's been end to end stuff Obviously Celtic will be happier um, But Hibs have given A decent account of themselves At times Big night tomorrow Make sure you join us at 6 And Callum Gallagher's up next <laughs>